Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight series. We are in June? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Yo, yeah, anime in June. June, and this is another martial arts film that we watched. Um, today we watched Ip Man. Um, kind of a Katie pick, anime pick. Like, we both knew that we were going to watch Ip Man. Like, it was more of a discussion of which one, but then we... We, we sat on just the first one's really fucking good. I mean, and we might end up watching all three. Four. Four. Well, we're definitely going to watch all four right before. We're going to watch the original three before the fourth one comes out, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of people say the second one's probably the best one out of it. Two's really good. Um, but, yeah, so if you don't know, if that didn't spark anything in your head, Ip Man... Uh, that was the teacher of Wing Chun to one Bruce Lee. So uh, Bruce Lee learned Wing Chun. He, he learned a lot of his different styles. Uh, but the Wing Chun was probably one of the most informative or de- developmental to him. Um, and it helped him come up with Jeet Kune Do. And like I was saying, it's the ADD version of Wing Chun. Uh, <laughs> so... I was looking up stuff about Wing Chun and just like fun facts about it because I didn't really know that much about it. So it's said to be created by two women. So um, it comes up a lot in the movie that like, oh, your fighting style was made by a woman. So it's going to be easy to defeat because, you know, women are weak. weak, And then, you know, they take 45 punches to the the chest in three seconds. And they're like, oh, my kidneys, you know. (laughs) So according to legend... Uh, Warlord wanted to marry, uh, her name was Yim Wing Chun, go figure where the name came from, but she refused and instead challenged him to a duel, and she came across the Buddhist nun, whom she asked for help, uh, together they created the art of Wing Chun, uh, the nun named it after her, and then, uh, Yim, she destroyed that man and won the fight, and so, it's, from what I've seen, uh, your body, you want to keep yourself... You're not wide. It's not a lot of wide stances. Everything's pretty close. Your elbows are close to the body. Um, But it's an amazing style. A lot of people, a lot of famous martial artists have been involved and learned how to do it. Jackie Chan is a practicing Wing Chun. Uh, I don't know if he's a master, but he's pretty probably really damn good at it. Steven Seagal. Sammo Hung. I don't know if you know that name. But Samuel Hung is one of the people that went to the school with Jackie Chan and got beat with him. So they're like brothers. And so mm-hmm. they usually do all the movies together. And there's another one, uh, Yuen Bao. Uh, he's the third one that came out. Uh, also just as famous as the other two. But Jackie Chan was super good in America. But they usually in each other's movies, as good or bad guys, uh, they pop up. Samuel Hung's amazing. He's a chunky boy. He's a thick boy. But he's out here beating the shit out of anybody any mm-hmm. size uh was it my lucky stars it's probably one of my favorite samuel hung movies but it's got jackie chan in it too he's like a cop and they're all like sherlock holmes detectives but jackie chan's like the cop helping him and samuel hung fights like three people at the end and beats the shit out of him and he's a big boy and they're all small and like oh he's fatty we can beat him and he's beating their ass it's amazing but uh just wanted to bring that up uh, I just wanted to bring it up about Wing Chun. It's an amazing style, and it's incredibly fast. Yes. So a lot of other types of martial arts are slow, very 
deliberate attacks like oh i'm definitely going for your neck and then hit to, one hit to the neck or i'm definitely going for a rib and one precise hit to the rib this style of martial arts is like 30 punches in a second just like pop 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 really quick um in said area of the body like oh i'm now i'm gonna hit you in the face a bunch of punches to the face now i'm gonna punch you in the side a bunch of punches to the side and they're not weak punches they're just a lot more and a lot faster than other types of martial arts it's i always do the metaphor of it's like arnold schwarzenegger hitting you and like uh john claude van damme there's a speed difference there or bruce lee um it's just they sting and it sticks but it's not like a haymaker it's from like, like a woodpecker yeah and later on in one of the later films uh mike tyson so right now mike tyson is in the best shape of his life and he's looking amazing, and I love Mike Tyson. He's he's, he's a little he off. Terrifying. He's he's you know, mentally he's had some days, but he looks like he's happy right now. But uh, he's one of the bad guys in one of the films for Ip Man, and they fight. And Donnie Yen was like, "That dude's amazing. He is still dangerous." He he was saying that when some of the swings like they you know intentionally miss. But he said he could feel the energy behind him. In the wind, he's like, yeah, he I really did not want to get hit with one of his punches. Um, it, ugh, it's so good. Um, mm-hmm. So this movie, this is a... <laughs> let me see if I can put down what they say. It is a... Uh, came out in 2008. It's a Hong Kong biographical, quotation mark on that, martial arts film based on the life life of Ip Man, so a grandmaster of the martial art Wing Chun and teacher of Bruce Lee. Uh, the film focuses on events in his life that supposedly took place in the city of Foshan uh, during the Sino-Japanese War. Um, so it, it's, it's cool. When it starts, um, he's like a well-to-do guy around town. He's rich. Rich. Rich as hell. And He's probably the strongest dude in the town, but he doesn't have students. He doesn't want to teach anybody. He's just like, I just want to train and spar with you guys sometimes and just hang out and talk with my friends and do cool yeah, stuff. that's it. That's all I want to do. So um, these northern Chinese guys come in, and they want to have their own spot. And so they're like, well, we're going to beat everybody here and take their signs because what you do in... I think realistic it is what you do when you want to be the best school. You go to other schools, beat the master, and you take their sign. Mm-hmm. You be like, "This is mine now because I beat it's you." It's like air gear. Yeah, yeah. You take the uh, insignia. Mm-hmm. Sleeping force, baby. So, um, so the northern Jin, uh, Jin, Jin. I want to say his name Jin. is Jin. Jin's uh, just destroying everybody. And then they're like, "Well, hey man, we can open up our school because we beat the fuck out of everybody, so no one can beat us." And then the dude serving him noodles is like, well, you didn't beat the best. Like, it, man. Yeah. He's the best. I'd care, but you didn't beat our the best guy in our right. town, so And Jen's really like, matter. well, let me finish my noodles, and I'm going to go beat this man up. And it, man's like, hey, man, I don't want to fight. Like, like cool, cool, cool. That, just open up a shop you know, uh, or a store. His wife doesn't want him to fight. Yeah. Like, it's like, they're like, I have to beat you, so I'm the best. So everyone wants to come to my school. He's like, nah, man, just open it. It's fine. And then he makes offenses to his child and his wife. And he's like, okay, 
All right. You and didn't then, talk shit on my family? Let's yeah. fucking go. Like, the wife looks at him. She's like, beat his ass. And he's like, I should do she that. She just says, man. she looks at him because she knows that he just, like, talked some shit on her. And she's like, nah, bitch, nah. <laughs> and he, she just straight up tells him, don't break my stuff. And she gets her son, and they walk away out of the room, and they let Donnie in just fucking wail on this dude. Uh, it's great. And he's it, it's really cool and cute and awesome. It's a really cool story. But this movie's like a weird, it's a three-act play, honestly. Uh, the first act is just him. It's a lot of kung fu, martial arts, fighting, and stuff. And then act two hits, and it's like war. And he loses all his money and his home, and they're like, poor Mm -hmm. and he has to work in a coal mine and then the real bad guys of the story come out so um whatever could have been three different like three different movies yeah honestly so uh in a lot of movies like with uh jet lee and stuff he was involved with a lot of these types of films uh if it was a chinese film and he's fighting the bad guys were always japanese Mm -hmm. and if it's a japanese hero the bad guys were chinese in this one, Japanese are evil. And so the Japanese general is a martial artist. And he's like, hey, I just want to fight people because it's fun. Well, I just want to watch people fight. Yes. And then whoever's the best of those fights, then I want to fight that guy. Yeah. So um, all the Chinese people in the town, uh, they work for rice in meager amounts in the coal mine. And so he's like, hey, all the good fighters come to the dojo. You'll get rice if you win a fight and lo and behold um if they do too good he comes down and fights them and if you piss him off he'll kill you and so he didn't even kill him other dude killed him yeah but he he fucked up his old buddy but anywho yeah um it's it's a really good story but then it shows japanese very evil and then it's this whole situation Uh, a very good movie um they say it's a bi- biographical. They say it's a biographical film about uh, Ip Man's life. Lo and behold, he was actually a cop while this all was happening. And the mine, actual, right? yeah, uh, during the Sino-Japanese War, he was actually a policeman while this was all happening. But that's not as cool. So no. he's just a well-to-do rich well, guy. The policeman ended up being a fucking translator douchebag. So. Yeah. So, um, we're not going to, like, take you all the way through, but there's a very cool scene where he fights ten men at the same time. Um, usually that scene is, comes up in just, like, it just, if you go to YouTube and put Ip Man in, Ip Man 1, and it'll probably be that scene where he takes on ten dudes. Mm-hmm. It is one of the coolest fights. It's actually, I think, my favorite fight in this movie. It's not even a final fight. Usually the final fight's the best. Mm-hmm. This one's fucking amazing. He destroys these ten guys. Because his friends are out there getting murdered for nothing and, well, for rice. And he's like, you know, I haven't trained in years at this, but I'm going to beat all your boys up. And he goes and just. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. He's out there mushing people's faces in and their chests. Uh, It's an amazing movie, but seriously, give this movie a shot. Like, I know we say this a lot of the time. Um, It's weird. We're real lucky. We pick movies and. We have the, the luck and the foresight to not pick a lot of poopy movies, but we have seen some poop movies. But this uh, martial arts film, it's part of that new generation of new and smooth. There's a bit of wire work in it, 
So I've learned it's that. It's a tiny bit. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not a ton. Uh, because when they fight, they, they're fighting. But then there's scenes where he does like a kick or a, he bounces somebody off with his knee and they fly way too far. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not a ton of it. Um, I've learned that I'm not the biggest fan or advocate for a lot of wire work like Crash and Tiger Hidden Dragon. Great movie. Uh, a little long, I would say. But uh, it's a lot of wire work and they're running on tops of trees and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fine. It's just, it's a, it's a little too much. It it takes away from the speed of fights, but that's just a personal thing of mine. I'd rather everybody just be on the ground. And maybe they can jump really high and they do camera work and then body blue. So, it man, seriously, give it a shot. So, who's your favorite character in this movie? Uh, Donnie Yen, duh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big old duh. Like, he's the... So basically what Bruce Lee was in the in real life, like the calm, collected, educated, um, just like I'm super chill guy, that was it, man. And I feel like he got it, like Bruce Lee took some of the ideologies that he learned from it, man, and like put it into his own life, like wanted to be like him. Like, the whole beginning of the movie, well, really, the whole movie, he's like, I don't want to fight. Like, I'm not trying to fight. I'm just trying to live my life, you know, not trying to upset my wife too much because she doesn't like it when we <laughs> when I fight. You know, I'm just trying to, trying to be out here, raising my son, like, providing for the people of my city, basically, because he's very, very wealthy, and he, um, throughout the movie, he's constantly helping out other people. Um, and then towards the end they just you know they pushed him just a little bit too far and he's like nah i'm fucking everybody up yeah and i love it oh my god it's so fucking good because he's so calm and cool and collected for most of the movie and then when he finally lets loose people just straight die and it's great uh yeah i have to piggyback off of that katie hit all the points i was gonna say but uh it man he's amazing character it's cool out of all the martial arts film that films that we've seen to this point we've never had a character that is just absurdly overpowered to the point where the odds have to just be so stupid and that's the only way you can slow him down or he's just worn out or just they beat him up and then it's like now you have to fight the strongest person usually like jackie chan movies he's worn out the whole time he has a run and stuff but it's never like he was never the best fighter Ever at the beginning. He's like, I'm a lovable thief that knows karate. Yeah. And he's getting through stuff. It Man, they make him out to be the fucking boss. And it's like, I don't want to fight, man. He's to the point in his life where he's just like, nah, I don't want to do this. Because I, I don't want to embarrass you. And then people are like, no, man, it's fine. We can fight. And then he's whomping dudes. He's like, okay, see, I ain't want to do this. Yeah. And he's, he's real nice about it. He beats up a friend. Not beat up a friend. Um, a friend challenges him. Yeah, he, he pulls his punches because he doesn't want to, like, embarrass the man. But every time he like he's about to crack him in the face, he's like, oh, that's a hit. Hit, 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 hit. Okay, let's go get some food, man. And he's like, okay. Don't, don't tell anybody that we just yeah, fought, that yeah, I just lost you so epically. Yeah, don't. It's like, don't. I would never, never, ever. No, but it, man, he's an amazing character. Oh, I love him so much. Okay, who's your least favorite character in the movie? Uh, Colonel Sato. Sato. Yes. He is not the main guy who is good at um, who's good at martial arts. He's not the guy who is trying to get everyone to come and like 
basically perform for him and fight with him. Um, that's a different guy. Um, but Colonel Satow is like his next in command, like his henchman, basically. And he's just very unstable. He's not like, I don't know, because he isn't a martial artist, I don't think he understands what the other guy is supposed to be do the general i think is about what he is um doesn't Colonel. understand no he's no. oh yeah general general um mirai Mir yeah, yeah okay Something like um so he doesn't understand what martial arts is meant to be you know it's very focused it's very calming it's meant to be this beautiful like fighting interpretation where you know there's not real hate it, you're not your goal isn't to murder folks it's just like to show off your skill basically and inner peace and all this stuff mm -hmm. and colonel sato doesn't give a fuck about it basically so they get to the dojo and he's fought like the first kid who goes up to fight does really well and then off wants to fight the general and he um he like punches the general and the general gets like minorly hurt or whatever and then the general beats him and he says he's okay good spar basically and he gets up to go and take his rice and leave that he won from the first fight and the other guy fucking colonel sato fucking shoots him like the fuck and the general's like dude what the fuck man that's not cool that is not what we're doing here that's not what we do and he's like but he was taking the rice even though he lost but he won the other fight bitch like yeah and throughout the whole fucking movie he's very much like that like react first he's a bad cop basically think about all the situation the stuff we're dealing with right now he is a bad cop he is a shoot first ask questions later kind of dude and he does it many times throughout the movie. And there's even a point where he's fucking pointing a gun at Ip Man's son, who's like four. Like pointing a gun at a four-year-old. Fucking, fuck that guy. Fuck Colonel Sato. Like, that guy's a fucking dick. Yeah. Um, it, you guys know that if a bad guy is a good bad guy, like, it's good stuff. So it seems like they split up the villain work in this movie. So the the general is the physical part of the bad guy. He just wants a challenge, and he's like, "Oh wow, the Ip Man dude took out ten of my like trainees." He's like, "I want to fight him, like bring him back." And then when the guy can't find him because he's in hiding, he's like. Don't make me beat you. Find him. You know, he's just the physical scary part. And then, you know, uh, Colonel Sato, he's the crazy part. So they split him up because they didn't want the general just to be super crazy and stuff. And it makes sense. He's very calm. He gets loud sometimes. But yeah, Sato, he's he's poop. And it makes sense why we think he's poop because it's just he's not a good fighter. Like, it man put him down in like two punches after he's pointing a gun at his son, he's like, oh, hey, I found you. Um, so, yeah, you're coming with us so you can fight the colonel because he wants, or the general. And he's like, I'm not doing that. And he's like, oh, oh, that's your wife. Cool. 
well, I'll go up there and talk to her real quick. And he's like, you know, I touch my wife. And he puts him down instantly. Yeah, it's like, he fucks that dude up. So he's just the, he's the, the annoying evil part. Yeah. And so it makes sense why I didn't really like him, though. I'm he so, also had, like, little man syndrome. Yeah, he's a little dude. But, um, no, he's poop. And I've said it before. I forgot what, what review it was. I appreciate in martial arts films the bad guys that can actually fight and defend themselves. You know, when they talk shit, they can actually back it up. I like those type of bad guys. You can be, like, a big brain and... I do all these bad things in the background. Later on with the raid, it happens a lot. You'll get this weak-ass dude, and he's like, yes, yes, my plans, my machinations are coming into fruition. But then, you know, you punch him in the face once, they're like, ugh, my cane. So, (laughs) I don't really like that type of bad guy. I like that the ones that are like, oh, shit, you took out all my dudes? Well, time to take my jacket off. Now you gotta fight me. I'm like, hell yeah! Yeah, Um, those are the best. But no, but he's, he's poop. So, I was ready for him to get his ass beat and killed. Absolutely. Because I wanted to get to the like the final fight and then blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, uh, towards the end of this movie, the general finally gets his his wish. He gets to fight Ip Man. They had to capture him and, you know, hold, him in, a, sorts of dumb shit. hold him in a jail cell all night and not feed him. So, he's not at 100% in this fight. and But Ip Man, like... Uh, goes back to his like training and he trains on this wooden dummy and then you can just see that the dude's face just turns into a wooden dummy face and he's like oh this is easy and starts putting those hands on this man and this dude is like his back is against this like light pole and he's like I just want to sit down and he's like nah we're not done here he keeps him up with punches for like a solid minute like keeps this like basically unconscious dude it's a mess that man wanted to go to sleep so bad but he's like he really did hold on hold on I'm not done with you yet and beats his ass y'all threaten my wife Nah. And so at the end, he actually gets shot by Sato because he Fucking sees asshole. He sees his his you know generals going down. He's like, well, time to shut you down, sir. You're not leaving this. And so he, it man doesn't die because obviously we talked about there's four movies, so <laughs> he survives the bullet. But then the family they escape to Hong Kong, and so and he establishes a Wing Chun school, and then he. Finds a young Bruce Lee. We'll talk about that trailer. later yeah. when we get to so, it. Man. There's more to it, but this movie's amazing. Uh, it's really good. It's I've seen a few biographical like it's a it's a few steps away from a epic, and so there's a few martial art epic movies out there. I gotta ask my boy Steve. There's one with I think his name was Andy Lau. Andy Lau. He does an epic film, and it's it's like two and a half maybe three hours long but it's fucking beautiful and so it's just like wartime that's that's what you get when you do an epic that's chinese it's, it's gonna be wartime because it's oh, the easiest yeah. thing to do but um this is a few steps away from just being like an epic because like the scale of everything is just well, so it beautiful epic form in the next movie yeah because we do get war yeah it's that's coming very beautiful it's it's just the way it looked and the effort they put into it. Oh, yeah. You can tell that they really cared about this. It was a labor of love, for sure. Yeah. And actually, Donnie Yen was slated to play Ip Man in a biography back in, like, the late 90s, but it just never came to pass. And Stephen Chow was going to be an adult Bruce Lee. Stephen Chow is the guy that made Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah. He's the main character in that. Uh, He was going to be 
adult Bruce Lee. It just never worked. So yeah. uh, he was very happy that he could do this. Uh, Donnie Yen went on a strict regiment, one meal a day, trained on Wing Chun. He actually talked to Ip Man's like, Son. sons. He had two, actually. Yeah. And trained with them, and he learned all he could. So was his this, mannerisms. And, wasn't the son of uh, Ip Man the like director or something like that? No, 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 no. That's Wilson. Wilson Yip, I want to say, is the director of it. Yeah, isn't Ip Man's real name Yip? I don't think he's... No. He's just very lucky to have the Yip in it. Oh, okay. (laughs) He made Flashpoint, so he does a lot of movies with Donnie Yen. Got it. Um, But his, Ip Man's family were involved with this, so because they didn't want, you know, Wing Chun to not look right. Yeah. So Donnie Yen put a lot of work into it. He said this movie was probably one of the hardest physically and mentally for him. I bet. Uh, he went through a lot of shit to get it right because he had to. Because this, this is one of the characters he's always wanted to play. Um, yeah, he did an amazing, amazing job. It's probably one of our coolest. Um, Wong Fei Hung. Um, there are movies out there like Drunken Master. It's that character. Um, Wong Fei Hung is like a... Not an urban legend. He's that, like, uh, kind of like Hercules. There's all these stories about Hercules. In Chinese stories, Wong Feiung did all this wild shit in his life. And I, I like that they're pushing that Ip Man did all this wild shit in his life because he did not do all this stuff. He's not out here beating up ten dudes at one time. You don't know. He could have. Hey, I don't know for sure. But he probably didn't fight ten men at one time. <laughs> I'm just saying. Dude but, in the raid, like, fucking decimated an entire building worth of yeah, people dude. by himself. Ooh, so they shit up. But, so. So, uh, your seven word synopsis. Yeah. I'll go first. So, mine is, those rapid punches to the chest hurt. Um, there is a scene, uh, he's taking on the ten guys because he's pissed. He has destroyed nine of them. The last guy is still on his feet looking at him like, ah, oh, shit. Dude moves in to go for a punch, and Donnie Yen moves really close to him and then rapid punches him at least 30 punches to his chest. He punches him to the ground. Yeah. Just like the slow mo, like the guy slow mo falls to the ground. And he is, and he is just mushing him into the ground. It's amazing. It's, uh, It's so good. And I know it had to hurt. I don't care who you are. You're not taking. 30 to 40 punches to the chest and been like, eh, that was all right. Yeah. What about you? Uh, Donnie Yen is a badass motherfucker. Yes, he is. That's my seven word synopsis because <laughs> Jesus, man, he went for it in this film. Yeah, it's, it's fucking amazing. This but- film is what made me love Donnie Yen. Um, this is the first film that I ever saw with him in it. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. And I was going to ask, like, when did you see it? Uh, when you showed it to me in like, I don't know, 2000, when we first started dating, like 10 years ago almost. Um, so this is the very first Donnie Yen film that I ever saw. And from the moment this movie ended, I knew I was in love and like had found probably my favorite martial artist in existence. Um, he is fucking great. And if you haven't seen Ip Man and you don't know who Donnie Yen is or don't recognize the name Donnie Yen... If you saw Star Wars Rogue One, yeah. he is the blind Jedi Master who's who's constantly saying, um, 
I am one with the Force, and the Force is one with me. That's him. That's Donnie Yen. Oh, now, so he is a fucking badass in Rogue One, but he doesn't... The, the amount of badassery that he is, that he gives off in Rogue One is not even a fraction of how badass he is in Ip Man and his other martial arts films. Like, the dude is a fucking martial arts legend, and y'all need to get on get on his level. Like, God, his shit is so good. He's a bloody legend. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this movie's great, and Donnie Yen's great. Uh, I saw this... Uh, I want to say Terrell brought this up. So, a little before I met you... Um, I didn't see this when it came out. It came in 2008, so it was pretty, maybe two years afterward when we met, like that, that area. Three years. Yeah. Um, I just remember Terrell was like, dude, I heard about this movie, It Man, and he's just destroying people. I was like, shit, I don't got shit to do. And it was on Netflix. And I was like, let's fucking watch it. And we watched it like, sweet Jesus, this dude's absurd. Yeah. And it was like, oh shit, they have another one. Ah, and then we were like excited, but it's so good. It, it's Jesus. it's great. Yeah, it's so damn good. And I was like, Wing Chun. It's like the coolest. It really is. I, yes, it's so fucking good. Okay, so what do you think the budget for this film was? Uh, fifty million dollars. God damn. Uh, the budget for this film was eleven point seven million. That's so low. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell you why I said fifty million. Okay, Foshan, when they first get there, is beautiful and a lot like it's a beautiful town. Everything is elaborate. His house alone was fucking gorgeous and had so much like expensive looking shit in it. And then the war comes and they have to change this beautiful town into this fucking hellhole covered in dead bodies and dirt and like grime and stuff like war movies cost an absurd amount of money so that's kind of where i was going plus there's like 80 billion people in this film so that's where why i figured it would have cost a lot of money okay what do you think the box office for this film was i said 150 million (laughs) so cute um 21.8 21.8 million. That's so low. So, no. but, but, um, this, like, so Donnie Yen, people knew Donnie Yen, but I know Donnie Yen from fucking Blade 2. He was one of the vampires in that movie. He said, like, four words and then got eaten by a vampire. Evil disease vampire ate a vampire. But I remember him from other films where he was kind of just in the back, doing cool shit, being a cutie pie. But it kind of what happened with this film it made good money, you know, um, but I heard this movie from word of mouth, so I, the home media price is probably ridiculous, and I will tell you, the budget, they get ridiculous later. Oh, yeah. So this first one, people were like, oh, shit, and they watched it later. It's kind of cult classic-y status. Like, later on, people were like, oh, shit, this movie's amazing. I think it's not necessarily... I think this is a movie that people just didn't know about when it first came out. And, like, now that there's been several others and kind of word of mouth has gotten out. Like, yes, cult classic, but also not at at the same time. I think it was just unfortunate that the first one, like, no one knew about it. Yeah. But amazing series four movies well technically there will five. be four technically five but we don't talk about that one no we don't talk about that 
Donnie Yen's like, I'm done. And they're like, well, fuck it. We'll keep going with somebody else. And they're like, this is poo. That was a goddamn mistake. And then Donnie Yen's like, I'll come back for one more. And they're like, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> um, come back here, Donnie Yen. But no, it's an amazing film. Please, 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 please give this movie a shot. Yes. There's something in this film that will make you smile. Oh, my God. That makes me think of Ong Bak. Ooh, Ong Bak's so good. Ooh, those knees and elbows to the head. Oh, man, when everybody was in the Muay Thai. Fuck, that movie's good. So, um, yeah. So, um. Just tangents. We really like Donnie Yen. Yes, I we saw, do. I saw Absolutely. a video, a movie that he did back in the day where it's like kung fu and breakdancing. Oh, yeah. I saw a clip. I got to find what movie that is. We have to fucking find that and movie. It's a mess. And I was like, I want to watch it. And then there's a new one that he just did where he's like a teacher. It's kind of kindergarten copish, but their kids are older. But he's like a teacher. And people are, people are like, oh, we can kick your ass. He's like, quit it. And he's like beating up everybody. I'm like, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. Uh, Danny is amazing. He looks great. And yeah, so there'll probably be like another Danny and movie that we watch because he is a personal favorite of both of ours. Yes. Um, I yep. really, I really appreciate Donnie Yen. He's up there. So, do you have anything else for Ip Man? Nope. Give this movie a shot. Yeah. If if you don't watch any of our other um, martial arts movie recommendations, watch Ip Man. That's going to be the one movie that I will urge you like forever and over and over and over again. Go watch It Man. It is so good. And if you watch this movie and are not interested in watching the second one, like you're not driven to find out what happens, or like, I will give you a dollar because come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> these movies are so good. Okay, like, Maybe not a dollar. I don't got all that sure? kind of money. Fuck, man. But I'll give you like a quarter. Fuck. I'll give you a quarter if you didn't like this movie. It's so good. It's fucking great. Okay, so uh, if you want to tweet us any fun facts about Donnie Yen, like the name of that fucking breakdancing movie, <laughs> you can tweet us at Alan Tempod. If you want to email us any comments or concerns or something that we missed, you can email us at AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We are on Facebook at AllentownPresents. Uh, you can. Uh, Look for us anywhere. You can search for Allentown Presents. Just about any app podcast. out there. Podcast app. Uh, just search for us. And uh, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, we really like martial arts films. So we're going to crack out some more. So we will see you guys soon. Okay, bye guys. Bye.